You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dara Connor. This is our special crossover show with the Wrestling Rewind and Nair to Know Basis. Nair to Know Media presents Literally Everything is Wrestling live from Dublin Comic Con 2022. Check it out guys. It is an absolute pleasure uh, to be here with you now. Uh, thank you everyone who has taken the time to arrive and join in with us. We really love these events because, like, you know, podcasting is fun, but it is just kind of three people on a laptop. Here, we get to really get a crowd going, get your answers, get all that kind of stuff. So we're really, really excited for this. Before we start, everyone, give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you so much. Woo! See, now we're three people on a laptop in a room full of people. Yes! Yeah, Excellent. There's actual people here, right? Uh, so here's the here. So I'll run the bus here. So... so uh, everyone, we're just going to introduce ourselves very quickly in loosely alphabetical order. This is also the part of the show where everyone suddenly becomes illiterate and forgets their ABCs. So, in alphabetical order, my name is Keanu Calicon. Figure it out amongst yourselves, guys. Who's next? Oh, hi, my name is Tyler O'Connor. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, I'm doing K-A. What did I say? <laughs> I'm mad from Blue. And we are Nerd to Know Media. As Dara said there, we run a radio show and podcast called Nerd to Know Basis on Phoenix, 92.5 FM every Saturday. And this is our party trick show, which is called Everything is Wrestling, Tragically Without Slides. So before we get into the mix of it, would you like to take us through the concept again, Dara? Yeah, so while we have our technicians working on it, um, I'm sure everyone in this room knows wrestling. If you don't, we're going to do our best to try and explain it to you. I don't. The king does not know. <laughs> so this is our panel we did it in 2019 before the world closed down. So uh, we're back to it now. Yes, this is a, a kind of a, a trick that Derek can do. I was explaining to some of the crowd who arrived early, which is we're going to get into the meat of it in a minute. But Dara has a party trick where he can connect literally anything to wrestling. But the other thing he does is, for normies like me, I know I don't look like a normie, but you know, for the purposes of wrestling, uh, I know nothing about it. I know people get thrown through tables sometimes. I know there's storylines. I know there's crazy, like, kind of names and characters and all that. So when he starts going on about things like terrorists got abducted by aliens in the middle of WWE Raw during the London something or other. He talks of it like it's a perfectly normal thing. 
and I just the eyes roll. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> well, so yeah, but basically, what we're going to do is when we go through some of the terms, we'll open it up to uh, you guys out there, and it, it we've basically we have some prizes. So if you guys. We like your answer if I can't do it. Oh, here we go. Woo! Yeah. Hey. Thank you. You don't have to use your imaginations. It's in the tubes! <laughs> here we go. It makes so much better. So come on in. Woo! Bite. Excellent. Excellent. We have prizes. Come on in, this. Angry Birds. Exactly. <laughs> right. So let's actually start the, the panel. So as mm. I said, my name is Ira Connor. Um, this is our... Um, this is all the stuff that we do. I've written for Rock Culture, The Sun, Impact Wrestling. And you lived. And I've lived, exactly. As <laughs> uh, I said, there are shows that we do. If you like what we do here, please grab a card. Uh, you can find us online. We're really not hard to find. So the goal of the panel today is to connect everything to wrestling. So if you've been downstairs in the trade hall, you've seen the amazing LTT actually perform wrestling and maybe the first time you guys have actually ever seen it live. I know people who watch wrestling for years have never seen a live show. So if you haven't seen it, go downstairs, check it out. It's it's unlike anything else. But the main thing about it here is we're gonna try and get you guys to go to that mic and uh, say something and then we'll try to connect it back to wrestling. Before we do that, let's go through some of the wrestling terms. So these are the main ones, you know, uh, angle, babyface, blow off, burial, bump, these are all terms that you need to know. So angle is a storyline, as Keane said, babyface is a good guy, blow off is a last match, burial means that they've been completely destroyed. A bump is a move, so if you guys have been suplexes or anything loud that bangs the mat, that's called a bump. Gimmick's a character, so Keane's gimmick would be Dr. Robotnik. This is my life, that thank is you. His life, exactly. Uh, going over would be winning. Uh, Green is someone who just started wrestling. He would be, if the crowd care, uh, heals a bad guy. And job jobbers to lose. Uh, kayfabe is, you know, keeping it real. So Keane is fully in kayfabe here the whole time. Uh, and Mark is... He's, uh, he's actively been inducting small critters as the day went on. Absolutely, there's one sleeping over there. <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe is basically... Uh, sorry, a Mark is a wrestling fan. So I would be a Mark, and so would anyone who's a wrestling fan. No sell means you just don't sell it. Over would be someone who is over with the crowd to get cheered. Sell means if I pretend to punch Keane, he sells it. There you go. <laughs> Shoes gone off script or I actually get Keane. A smart Mark is also me because I work <laughs> writing as a wrestling journalist most of my life. Uh, spot is a scripted series of moves. Squash is a match that took two minutes. And Torn is when somebody changes from good guy to bad guy. And can I actually, so I'm sorry to interrupt your very, very impressive glossary there, but hands up who here would, what was that term you used? A mark? A mark. wrestling mark? Yeah. Hands up here who would consider themselves a wrestling mark. Anyone? The, oh, the guy I, is, is Ho Hogan in attendance? I was, I was waiting for you to not put it. We no. may get a demonstration before the end of this panel. And what's the opposite of a mark? Hands like kind of. The, well, I mean, it's, it's a funny term because like mark can, can can really mean anything, but like derogatory means people think wrestling is real. Interesting. I mean, it is wrestling real. Wrestling is <laughs> real. But, uh, yeah, but a smart mark would be somebody who's smart and up to the business. So we have a little introduction here of what wrestling is for people who may not know. And then we'll come back into it, so check this out, guys. Oh, it doesn't play. It's fine. It's fine. You guys know what wrestling is. Basically, it's anything. Right? So we have movies, video games, series. It's all kind of the same. They're all stories that we tell each other because we've been telling each other the same stories for about since the beginning of the time. So we're, the idea this panel comes from is, is everything wrestling, right? And this was from 2016. So 
Kinda, yeah. Um, when I think of politics or how pop culture is off compared to wrestling, the Ellis most transferable are the Ellis characters, the jumbo threats and the assists of telling a great story with no regard for facts. Right, so as you see here, it crosses everything. You know, WCW literally had a Sub-Zero character where it was just Sub-Zero for Mark uh, Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame. And God help us. Yeah, well, he was he's one of the biggest figures in wrestling. And that takes us next to our, our next point, which is very, very important. No politics. So we have the rules, right? The reason why we don't do politics in this is because it's way too easy. <laughs> Kane is the mayor of Knoxville. Jesse Ventura was uh, mayor of... Governor of Chicago, I think. Yeah, it was Governor of Chicago. Correct me if I'm wrong, somebody ever remembers 1990, not the 90s. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Governor of California, and Donald Trump, President of the United States. It's way too easy, folks. Rest politics is wrestling for people who want to pretend that it's high class. That's all it is, right? So it's way too easy. So please do not bring up politics. It's just way too easy. Next rules, right. If you come up, can be a movie, can be a video game, can be a comic, can be a person, can be a place, can be a thing. Please keep it to those things. Nothing really obscure like a bowl of rice. That's, <laughs> that's a bit difficult to do. Uh, one at a time. We've keep obviously it, never eaten a bowl of rice. <laughs> yeah. Keep it tasteful. No Katie Vick, the guy in the Hulk Hogan co costume probably knows who Katie Vick is. And no Chris Benoit things because that brings everyone down. All right. I so, mean, as it is, I see Spider-Man's in attendance and Spider-Man has a wrestling connection, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, there you go, see? <laughs> right, so this is what we're looking for, right? So Morbius, Morbin time. How are, we, <laughs> how are we going to get Morbius to wrestling? Right, so there's a bunch of different ways. There's the obvious way. Uh, Morbius is a vampire, right? There's been so many wrestling characters who are vampires. Edge, The Brood, Gangrel, uh, Kevin Thorne who was in 2006, I don't know if you I, I'm sorry, could I stop you there? There have been so many wrestling characters who are vampires. Yes. You can't just say that in a flat tone of voice. <laughs> now, I do know that two thirds of the room just nodded along like it's the most normal thing ever. Totally but for normal. the benefit totally of the relative newcomers, could you explain how vampires let me stress that vampires are a normal thing in wrestling. Actually, that's a good point. I don't actually ever recall any of them feeding on each other. That's the oh, thing. oh, that's fine that, then. It's fine. So basically, uh, the most famous vampire stable was the Brood back in the nineties during the Attitude Era. So I was eight when that came out. So I don't know how old you guys were if you even remember it. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So you know, it's good cool people that would remember it. Uh, Edge is still around today. Edge is that guy there. Um, and he recently brought back that kind of character where he did the entrance and he came up too far. Funny fact with Gangrel, not only is it related to Morbius, but Gangrel is actually a character of Vampire the Masquerade, which, if you guys know about Vampire the Masquerade, is the best RPG of all time. Uh, fight me IRL, if you disagree. Um, it's a broken game, but fantastic. And um, yeah, so he's in there too. Kevin Thorne then came back, picked up the game in 2006, but had it like had a tarot card spin on it so it's never the same thing again but what, wait wait there are vampires and tarot card readers like yes. i'm not i'm not like spacing out we're still no, talking no, no, about we, wrestling we are right? yeah yeah but like yeah. this is what i'm saying it's a very very popular gimmick to go to so that's okay. the most obvious connection that we can do the, the on the ground let me noise. stress that that's the most obvious it is the most obvious it, it, this is where it starts right so bring out all the wrestlers in the blade movies <laughs> actually that's a very good point triple h was in blade 3 with his pomeranian and he does his pedigree i think at some point 
That's a terrible movie. Thanks for reminding me. There's no Morbin there. Um, so the next, the next uh, connection is the less obvious one. Below is WCW. Now I don't know. Does anyone remember WCW? I remember. Yeah. Right. So WCW went to this is 2001, and it's uh, it was fantastic until it wasn't. It had some terrible gimmicks, and uh, so here's three of them: the Shockmaster, Hulk Hogan talking to himself and seeing the Ultimate Warrior behind the mirror, and then everything on a pole match, including Viagra at this point. How is that relevant to Morbius? Have you seen Morbius? It's is, is that the Stormtrooper diamond emblazoned character it here? It is. It's and it's infamous, as is Morbius. <laughs> and the final connection is we have CM Punk. How do you wrestle in that? You don't. You fall over and it becomes infamous. <laughs> and the final connection is CM Punk who would come and go, it's clobber time, which is where the meme is more than time come from. So there we go. So that's kind of what we're looking for, right? So what we can do now is you can either listen to me talk about how Greek theatre is wrestling for 20 minutes, or you can come up and start asking questions. Well, tell you what, maybe each of the three of us will do one now to kind of get the ball rolling. Because, sure. like, I, if that wasn't enough, yes, he has connected pretty much literally anything. We've been trying this for three years now and no one's flunked him. So um, I'll start with one. How is Sonic the Hedgehog linked to wrestling? Which part is specifically? Let's say Eggman. Eggman. How's Eggman? Right, so Eggman wrestling? would be a corporatist, right? So he would be the infamous industrialist who just sees profit or scientific discovery. Vince McMahon, the most infamous corporatist <laughs> in history, literally destroyed the, destroyed the territory system to make WWE, and he was recently. Resigned. Resigned, which is crazy and a whole other thing. This is my podcast, we talk about it and oh, okay. for an hour and a half, so I'm not going to talk about it here. But um, yeah, so there you go, Like that's the most obvious one. You know, so again, I know I'm going to break my rule bringing politics into it. Trump is in the Hall of Fame, another famous corporatist. There you go. So, so basically, corporatists are villains in wrestling? No, actually, quite the opposite. They're super well depends, really, because I mean, in WCW, for example, the, the rich guys where they were the we're the good guys. And they fought vampires. And, no, and they fought, well, kind of, they fought Mexican vampires. <laughs> oh, oh, obviously. Right. Completely different. Yeah, so, yeah. A little Me bit, but, but they were the bad guys. God, is so. there any more cursed existence than being a vampire in Mexico? In sunny Mexico? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that was very impressive. We'll go to Kev next. Uh, well, off, literally, literally off the top of my head for the cap. Dar, how's Yu-Gi-Oh related to Eric? Yes! <laughs> I can't use the other one because I just used it. Uh, there's no Egypt, there's, where, well, there's some Egyptian gimmick, uh, gimmick pay-per-views. So I suppose we could use that. Some WrestleManias had Egyptian teams. Surely there yeah. must have been a pharaoh by That's now yeah. no, in wrestling. There was, but not really. They were wearing the pharaoh headdress at, at different WrestleManias. So you are standing in front of these people at a panel that says literally everything is wrestling and pharaohs aren't wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> They're involved, but they want to go for it. How about the Sheik? Ooh. Oh, the Sheik, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, that's a good point too. But the Sheik wouldn't necessarily be, he'd be Egyptian, but he wouldn't be a pharaoh. You know, and Yu-Gi-Oh is more related to ancient Egypt than current Egypt. But yeah, we gotta, we gotta get the rules on Yu-Gi-Oh damn properly. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> All right, Katie. Uh, okay, how is Polly Pocket wrestling? Oh, oh. <laughs> Give Katie DVD. We we can go, we can I all go know. home now. He's beaten. I don't know. I believe. You get no way out. You get no way out. <laughs> <laughs> right, welcome. Welcome. 
But no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, let's, let me see if I can jump in here. So, Polly Pocket is a world you can make yourself, right? You can buy your house, you can buy all your characters. And as you play Polly Pocket, you create these ongoing storylines in which you kind of have to keep everything changing and keep the characters falling in and out and all that kind of stuff and rearranging things, just like the arc of wrestling, right? Fair enough. Keen's done it. I mean, you can do that, but that's more something you have to put in yourself rather than off the Fair enough. All right. Kind of we'll take just Katie's the one to beat. I was Katie's kind of more just thinking like kids fight each other. Over toys. <laughs> Fair enough. So, what will be the most cool? People like to come up to the microphone, or will I come down to the audience? Yeah. Oh, excellent. So, uh, our Egyptian representative here. No, absolutely not. Excuse me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, here we go. He has the headdress. Yeah. Oh my Fantastic. God! I spoke way too soon. <laughs> All right. So please introduce yourself, sir, in the mic and ask your question. Howdy, hello. Hello. Test. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We can hear you. That was podcasting wrestling. Ooh. Oh, well, it's funny because it's always been wrestling. Podcasting in its form now. When I started, it was you'd upload a server and you'd have to actually sit there physically download everything onto a server and now it's podcast and just run on Spotify and that's it. But that's when I got into it. In the 90s, WCW had a line that you would ring, that's not a WWE, where it would be a phone podcast. You would lit, wrestlers would sit there after the show and just talk nonsense like we are now. But it's been around since the 90s. And now every wrestler also has his own podcast. Rick Flair has four. Like seven lives. <laughs> you know? It's cool. At the same time? Uh, well, maybe not. That's why he's broke. But, um, Remember Bite so, This? Remember Bite This from 2005? Bite This would be the same, yeah. yeah so that's the one that Lisa got a lot of abuse for because of her relationship with Edge. Correct. So wrestling in the podcast, I mean, has always been an audio format as well, right? But as Ian said, in the early days of the internet, shows would show up that would just be done on the internet, so streaming and all that kind of stuff, but they'd have like someone from WWE interviewing wrestlers and taking calls in very much like a live podcast format. So it's crazy to think that it, from the beginning, it's always been a very open medium to fans. In podcasting now, where fans do it and also wrestlers do it. Like either you can go on now and listen to anyone talk about their career for hours on Spotify. <laughs> Oh my god. Great no, great. I'm sorry, before you sit down, I want to know, what are you dressed as? <laughs> this is a cosplay from a YouTube channel, Swash. It's Ramses from Pharaoh High. Ah, <laughs> very <laughs> nice, excellent. Very For early 2000s teenage, like, soap opera sitcoms. Ooh, okay, for the benefit of this, this will go out. By the way, I should stress, this will go out on the radio. So if yes. you want to be heard on the radio, get a question up now. Correct, yeah. So, thank you very much. That's a wonderful question. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Very good. Uh, who have we got up next? Hi, Derek. You know who I am? Derek. We work in the same place. We do. <laughs> I just had a thought now since you chose a bad movie for what is where we connect to wrestling. So I thought of a good movie, a reasonable movie that might see it, where that is wrestling. How is Top Gun Maverick wrestling? Oh, good pick. Excellent. So Top Gun Maverick, which is a great movie, by the way, guys, if you haven't seen it, absolutely do. It's brilliant. 
Um, but it's all jingoism, right? Jingoism for people that know is say baratling towards nationalist sentiment because guess who funded on top of the American government? Hmm. In the 80s, and this man is dressed exactly what I'm going to bring up, yeah. Hulk Hogan was Mr. America. Literally, that was the character. He was also Hulk Hogan, the symbol of the American might and military. He was in a feud with, the, with um, Sergeant Slaughter, who had turned heel. Again, became a bad guy, became an Iraqi sympathizer, and there were bomb threats at SummerSlam. So, is that good enough? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're, do, you're doing this thing again, where you say no, there's the like Iraqi sympathizer bomb yeah. threats, and yeah. just like it's the most normal thing in the world. So tell me, I'm assuming that plotline got cut around 2001. Oh no, it didn't. They brought it back, <laughs> it, it got more nationalistic, and in 2005, Undertaker was kidnapped by Al Qaeda on TV. Wrestling, folks. Wrestling. Go on. Who's Goose? But would Warrior be Goose and Hogan be Maverick? I'd say so, the Mega Powers, yeah. yeah They'd all be doing volleyball, that's the main thing. Hogan be Miles Teller's character. Let me think about it, I'll get back to you. We have a line here, though. So. No. I was actually staying retired in wrestling. Oh. Sorry, sorry, phrase again, so what? I was actually staying retired in wrestling. Okay, so as you know, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there are some cases that people have to advertise. For example, Triple H, the best wrestler of all time, fighting in RL, because you're wrong, so he's right, he's brilliant. Um, he probably will stay retired, because he gets in the ring, he's going to die, legitimately, because of his heart condition. To die? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you going to argue with Hulk Hogan there? No, okay, well, okay. So, for people who don't know, uh, the act of retiring is kind of a joke here, actually. Hulk Hogan has retired semi twice. Ric Flair has retired since the 90s. He keeps coming back every couple of years. Uh, Shawn Michaels stayed retired until he didn't because they gave him a ton of money in Saudi Arabia <laughs> in the worst match you will probably ever see where the all got concussed and blew their knees out. I think Triple H did those things. Doris Peck, that was a thank you. Um, Terry Funk has stayed retired. But again, it took him about four attempts to do so. But he has actually stayed retired. Mick Foley as well, like, he did the lockdown thing, won the belt, and now he's semi-retired. But came back in TNA though. Mm. That, yeah, that's what I said. He did the lockdown match and then... I really it. hope there's a retired home went home for wrestlers like in The Simpsons. <laughs> that would be the funniest <laughs> nonsense ever. The thing about it is, when wrestling, when wrestlers retire, if they're not super injured or going to die, um, they probably will come back. So retirement is temporary, like deaths in comic books. Oh, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. been dead like four times. The man keeps coming, but the God keeps coming, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a brilliant question. Thank you very much, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, here. Okay, wait, wait. Excellent. Now, uh, who do we have next there? Uh, a 17-year-old. <laughs> Hello, a 17-year-old. Uh, what is your question? I just want to hear you talk about Scooby-Doo. Ooh, now. The character? How is, how is Scooby-Doo wrestling? All right. Yeah, Here's that's one too one. easy. Look, look for the normies in the room. No, Scooby Doo's wrestling is far too easy. Yeah, it is. They wrestle those. I not for me. I want to hear this. Well, here's the thing. I'll give you a better one. So, Scooby Doo is the nexus point of many universes. <laughs> what? 
Including, <laughs> it's not the easy one. That's <laughs> including Supernatural, where it explains all of Supernatural. So, by the way, there was a multiverse episode. panel in this room at this time there yesterday. Was. You are now in it. Sorry, you are. <laughs> we've crossed over. That's true. So, look, Scooby Doo is extremely easy because you know people wearing costumes, having gimmicks, having little sidekicks. There was a, there was a small person wrestler who you know was a sidekick for like three or four different people. Um, take your pick. They have theme music. They have little adventures. Movies with WWE. Anti-movies with WWE. Do wrestlers ever travel around in a van? Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't want to get in that van though. There was the WWE Scooby-Doo movie. There was two. What? There was two. So that's what I'm saying. Which part do you want? Like, I went for the easy nexus point where it connects. The easy the nexus point. I like multiverses. Yeah. I thought it was easy. Sorry. Sorry. Um. I just want to hear Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> you got your wish. Thank you so much. <laughs> now we have someone in very cool shades of the question very there. Cool. Yeah. Oh, sir. How do you put Sinestro into wrestling? Oh, Sinestro. Interesting. The, the, the Green Lantern villain or... Yeah. Well, oh, this he is knows who Sinestro is. That's pretty impressive. Give me yeah. DVD anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Comics are important. Well done. So that, uh, like, that means you must, not, you must read comics. Do you read comics? So, cool. Read more comics. <laughs> <laughs> Sinestro. Sinestro is... Uh, his power comes from fear, right? And yeah. by the way, just Sinestro is the Green Lantern villain, yeah? Yes, he's, yeah, the, okay. he's technically a Yellow Lantern. So Yellow Lantern's powers come from fear, right? Fear is a huge part of wrestling. And we're going to bring this guy up an awful lot. The Undertaker. Do you know who the Undertaker is? Right, so the Undertaker's whole thing is psychological games and getting into people's minds and all that kind of stuff. Same with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, the whole thing is Sinestro. He is the W well, was the WWE God of Fear basically. And he uses that against the upper hand. We're actually gonna talk about you've actually stole my last slide, so thanks very much. No, that's how we beat John Cena. That's how John that's why John Cena's gone because Exactly, well, you can't see him now because he's not there. But uh, how John Cena was finally defeated was through his fear of Bray Wyatt. Oh, okay. Nice, excellent. So, okay. So we've got a connection to fear. Fantastic. I saw John Cena in, like, out there, though. No, like no. Like his Peacemaker. Well, Peacemaker's one thing, but you won't see him in the ring anyway. Or you might, but he still hasn't come back from that fight he's in. <laughs> and, yeah, and by the way, let me just stress enough before this next question. You do not need to know anything about wrestling to ask a question no, about wrestling. This is my second or third time doing this. I still know nothing about wrestling, so don't be afraid to pop up with your questions. You want to connect Mario to wrestling? We got it. You want to connect uh, like Undertale or any of the guests like Robocop or anything today? You do it. He'll find a way. I have to know what Undertale is. Undertale is incredibly easy. Actually. Yeah, okay, someone's going to have to explain it. Right. How do you connect uh, Hollow Knight to, uh, to wrestling? Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight. Yeah, the okay. video game. I don't know what that is. Hol so, so, oh! So, yeah, so explain, explain to me what it is and I'll do my best. Yeah, you're going to have to explain Hollow Knight on the radio. Would you like to do that into the mic? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take a crack at it. All right, yeah. go on. Kev. So, hello, uh, first time listener, first time viewer. <laughs> <laughs> first time caller. Hello, so, Hollow Knight. Welcome. Hollow Knight is a... 
a lone wanderer one uh, who ends up in a dying world and basically goes and tries to beat uh, this how would you describe it kind of endless web endless timeless warrior yeah. I think that's it about right I love Comic Con <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, he basically spends his time working through this uh, kind of like dying underground bug world <laughs> Go on. To be honest with you, I don't I don't have any familiarity with it. So you do kind of win this because I genuinely don't know. There probably is a connection. And if I knew what it, if I was familiar with it, I'd probably he, he's, a, he's an eight bit looking character. I don't know what it is. I can't play everything. <laughs> I can't play all of you. Okay, I will I'll play so Give no give that man a prize, well done. <laughs> there's, there's no team wrestlers. Dying World's not so much, but wrestlers have often crossed into in video games specifically. If you guys have played in the terrible two thousand and two K twenty, there is some really weird stuff in that game that might be a tangential link. But fair play. I'm gonna check that game out. I mean, surely there must have been some wrestler no who's gone on like a plot line no where he's had to survive every match to escape some dying universe okay. or something. Okay. You know? There is one connection to it if you're talking about a wrestler surviving those things. There's a thing called a gauntlet match. A gauntlet match would be where a wrestler's in the ring for 30 minutes, an hour, and they have to keep coming. You're sending everyone in, right? There's lethal lockdown where it's more games where you're fighting everybody, whereas two teams fighting sure are the best time in our Survivor Series. So there are links to it, but I'm just not familiar enough to make it coherent argument, so. Everyone's ours home. going home with homework. I am going home with homework, because I don't have enough games to play. Right. I'm, al- I'm always happy to hear about Hollow Knight, by the way. Thank you very much. Who do we have next? Sean. Hi, Sean. Let me preface this by saying I don't know about wrestling. Great. Yeah, come get closer to the microphone so we I'm can record you. I'm the only one here that does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does Freddie Mercury is? Is there any Freddie Mercury in wrestling? Okay. So, there better be. So, in the 80s, right? In the 80s, there was a thing called the Rock and Wrestling Connection, where they actually brought celebrities in, right? Freddie Mercury wasn't there for reasons to think he was dead at that point. But um, they have actually used... Um, major celebrities like that to have a lot of rock music. So rock music is a very big part of wrestling. Freddie Mercury specifically, it, um, and also Michael Jackson, inspired a lot of Japanese wrestling. So there's a wrestler, um, actually a bunch of wrestlers in, in New Japan, and um, other organizations around them as well that actually have used Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. Character. Have the Freddie Mercury's and the Michael Jackson's ever gone up against each other? Oh yeah, I want to see that. It's Japan, but they're just Japanese dudes that dress like them. It's, it happens an awful lot. No, I will preface, in Japan everything happened. There was a match between a table and an iron. Apparently it was really good. No, a literal table and a literal iron. Apparently it was like three seconds, it was good. Like, who, who won? The iron won. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, sir. What's up? Uh, 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 I'm Connor. Hi, Connor. How are you? Hi there. I'm wondering, in WWE, who is your favorite wrestler? Triple H. Oh, there you go. Best wrestler of all time. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, yeah, Punk's good. He's in AEW now, so he's a double champion. So. Excellent. So before you go, uh, just while you're standing up there at the mic, yep. would you like to throw Dara curveball? Is there any obscure thing you can, that is not connected to wrestling that you think he might be able to connect to wrestling? It could be sandwiches. It could be the cosplay competition. Not sandwiches. Why not sandwiches? Because they don't have character. I beg to differ. <laughs> Spider-Man! Spider-Man. Excellent, okay. okay. If you don't get this, I think I might have an idea. So go on, Spider-Man. How is Spider-Man wrestling? Very easy, there was a Spider-Man character in WCW. Literally. Spider-Man! Yeah. Literally, literally Spider-Man. He, I don't know how he got, didn't get sued. 
but he literally was in WCW. It was his gimmick. Didn't Spider-Man start as a wrestler before he was fighting crime? Bonesaw, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonesaw, Bonesaw McGraw. Man was in Batman. There you go, there you go. Thank you very much, Connor. See, there's the connection. Excellent, well done. Oh, oh, hang on, see, before we get to the microphone, we have a hand up over here. The Human Spider. Oh, with Bruce Campbell announcing. Honestly, why didn't they get Bruce Campbell as the actual WWE announcer? He was amazing in that one film, you know. So thank you very much for bringing that up. Now, oh my goodness, you've got actual like devil horns. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, my name's Patricia, and I was wondering if you could connect minions to wrestling. <gasps> oh, okay, if you okay. don't, oh, we got to get that started, because that's genius. Oh, I need to clarify, right. So, minions as in uh, the concept of minions, like the little minions themselves, or which specifically are you talking about? The little yellow creatures. The despicable me ones. Okay. I wasn't going to let you away with anything else. No, that's that. fair. That's fair. So, as I said before, um, Little people in wrestling is a thing. Oh my it, god. It, that's what. There, there's the other term that I'm not going to use, even though that's what it's called. That's been around for a very long time, right? And they're either used in full ball wrestling matches, gimmick matches, or else they're used as minions. Um, but there's also, if you're taking it one step further as well, where they would let you be off doing whatever they're doing. In WCW again, Actually, that was a WCW. In WCW, there was a group called the uh, Dungeon of Doom, and they were Hulk Hogan's main villains. Right? They were literally brought in to feud with Hulk Hogan, and they lost all the time. And a lot of what they would do would be like really cheesy evil, which is pretty much what Rude does, Despicable Me, where he's not really that bad of a guy that he thinks he is. And that's kind of it. Like there were just guys who would go off and they'd go to the meat grinder, like the like the like the minions would. And sometimes you do, because minions are immortal actually. So, yeah, you can't really kill a minion, it's very difficult. I have a question. Who would win in a fight between The Undertaker and 1,000 minions? <laughs> Undertaker. How? What? Because he's The Undertaker. Just one, exactly. <laughs> Magic. It's quite a big number. Yeah, it's a lot. But still, I mean, he, he's a space, he's a space, uh, not space wizard, he's a dead wizard. So that's how we do it. Oh, not just your common garden wizard. No, no. dead wizard. Come back for being buried alive. Several times. We are going to bury him in minions <laughs> and see if that does the trick. But no, to be fair, like there are stables in wrestling where there would be the main leader, and then they have this, um, they have this um, feud with them where you have to get through certain people to it. So that's how it shows itself. Where there are one, let's say you have like one main villain. He has, you know. I call them floozies, but Kenny's that word apparently. <laughs> um, but there's loads of different Even Edge, Edge had his own little group called Edgeheads, where the two lads would go off and they would be his literal minions. And then you'd have to beat them like six times to get to things. So yeah, I mean, that's how it works. You know, staples and wrestling are a big thing. I would like to thank Patricia for that because I want to see minions taking on just all the wrestlers. Actually, I would watch that. Sorry, there, is, there is one more connection. There's one more connection that I just like, and it is. So TNA Impact Wrestling, as it's known now, used to actually shoot in our in Orlando Studios, which is where uh, Minions is. So when you would see in the crowd, you would see loads of Minions just just always in Impact Wrestling from a two other called TNA back in 2007. So if you do want to see literal Minions in wrestling, just watch Impact. Hey, excellent. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Well done, well done. Welcome back. 
How is Columbo wrestling? I love it. Columbo. How is Detective Columbo wrestling? And I thought we actually, and I thought we had Columbo in attendance until I realised it's is that a reverse Waluigi? This gentleman up here. Yeah, that is a top. I, that is either way. That's a top-notch Columbo coach. Well done. So, how is Detective Columbo wrestling? So while there hasn't been a detective gimmick in wrestling, there has. There has been um, a crossover with the Naked Gun back in the 90s, right? So while not Colombo, they do bring in celebrities and that's how you get really weird stuff in wrestling where they'd be like, they either play the character or not. So Colombo obviously was around, what was it, late, early, late 70s? Yeah, so the reason why you wouldn't see the wreck crossover is purely because um, it was too early, right? So, but that was parodied later in stuff like the Naked Gun. He was actually at a WrestleMania. Tangential? Correct. But still, that's why you don't get Columbo. If Columbo was around today, he'd be on Raw. I... Well, not now, maybe, which would take on but he would have been. Guaranteed it, and it would have been terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it counts, but I do have a two degrees of separation thing from sure. Columbo to wrestling. Sure. Okay, so, cheating a bit. Peter Falk was Columbo, yeah? He was in Shark Tale, and so was Jack Black. And Jack Black is Nacho Libre, and Nacho Libre is Mexican wrestling, yes? And to that as well, Jack Black was in Jumanji with the Ah, there you go, we did it. Brilliant one, thank you very much, excellent. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant, well done. Okay, now, uh, just for the benefit of the microphone, who's this coming up now? Hey, yeah. Hi. Hello. I'm um, trying to make a decision between two things. You take both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how is Murder, She Wrote? <gasps> oh. It, okay, if nothing else, we need to get like some sort of Miss Marvel, Murder, She Wrote, Columbo wrestling thing going. Really? directly. Really? Holy moly. Okay. Did Angela Lansbury put someone through a tape? No. Angela Lansbury's frightening. She was the original uh, Miss. What's the name of the one in Sweeney Todd? Uh, who cooks the pies? Love Yes, but anyway, sorry, please go on there. So, so while there was no direct crossover, because obviously Angela Lansbury never showed up in wrestling, if I'm wrong, please correct me. I really want to see that. Obviously, it's a very strong word. So, but mysteries and murder mysteries specifically have been in wrestling. So, a couple of years ago, Vince McMahon was killed in kayfabe. He was blown up. And there was this whole mystery about who did it. Obviously, he had to change it again, break it one of my rules because of what happened in real life. But before that, there were other weird things that would happen. G GMTV, I think it was called, was in the actual era where it was just random footage of random things. And there was this whole mystery of who it was. The murder mystery, not so much as in wrestling because you can't actually kill a wrestler because then they're gone. But as far as like a who done it, that has existed for at least 30 years. But I do, I do really wish Angela Lansbury was was in WWE. That'd be great. She'd win. She would. But she'd kill anybody. She's always doing it. She's got that bed and some broomstick magic. That's it. What's the next one? How is the Golden Girls? Oh, this is getting better. No, this is this is really easy. So, who was the last one that was alive? Betty White. Betty White. Betty White was not guest host at all. What? Yeah. Oh my, well, please tell me she was an announcer. Raw? 
was terrible for about 10 years and I had to watch it every week. Yeah, I know. Was Betty White on it for 10 years? <laughs> no, she was only on it once, but there were these raw guest hosts and Be Betty White showed up, so there you go. She's the only one that was alive. They all would have shown up and done something. But now if you do, actually, speaking of going guys around on the side, they've actually done a re a redo where you just take episodes and redraw them as like futuristic mecha robots. So there's a mecha episode, like a series of the Golden Girls. Terrible. <laughs> so there you go. Oh my goodness. And by the way, I do notice we have some people who joined us halfway through there. Um, our party trick here, in case you haven't picked up it already, is our wonderful friend Dara here can connect literally everything to wrestling. I will admit the Polly Pockets floored him a little bit. But so even if you're a wrestling fan, if you're not, try and throw us a curveball. Let's make it tricky. And if we can't figure it out, we'll go to you, the audience. So let's let's get a bit of energy yeah, going between take us there. About three more. Yeah, yeah. Take about three more. Yeah, so if anyone hasn't hopped up, they yeah. are more than welcome to. This is also going to be going out on the radio, or like the link will go up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we'd love to hear the crazy ideas from you. We've been doing this three years, and me and Katie are starting to run out of ideas. So I want to hear your ideas. So, hello again, sir. Hey, this is my last one, promise. Um, no, 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 please. Talk about us. Sarah, can I ask, would you have called Blair Horn and Batista Triple H's minions during the evolution as a Triple H fan? Absolutely. Okay. Because of the recent documentary that was on Netflix, which is very good, and because it was also mentioned in a few magazines recently, how would you connect Woodstock 99 to wrestling? Very easy. Who headlined Woodstock 99? I haven't seen it. Limp Biscuit? Yeah, and Limp Biscuit did the team music for The Undertaker and also for two WrestleManias. And all the violence there would have been like ECW. Correct. Very good, excellent, fantastic, well done. Hello again. Hello. Hello. How could um, the A-Team the wrestling match? The A-Team? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's even easier. First, the first main event of WrestleMania had a tag team match where Mr. P was literally in it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy. We should elaborate more on that. He did, and also um, in Rocky Tree. Oh, you took it out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and the thing is, the thing about pop culture, right? Wrestling, wrestling isn't really pop culture anymore. Kind of, it's come on back, right? But when wrestling's in that mainstream, like the industry is a good example of it as well, where everybody was watching wrestling at a certain point. If someone was popular, they're going to show, they will have been there. Like again, Colombo would have been in wrestling if it was on, but it wasn't. And um, yeah, that's why, so. Uh, Kidrock's always in wrestling. They can't get, yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. get rid of him. Oh, no. Mike, may I just say, uh, for the benefit of people who won't get this on Spotify, your costume looks amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, may, could you explain to me what character you are? I am, it's my own design of a character named Frank from the Dream SFB. Ooh, lovely. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. So, uh, what is your question? Um, try to connect maybe like Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> Ooh, I like it. So, can you connect Dungeons and Dragons to wrestling? So, fundamentally, yes, you can. And the reason why is because Dungeons and Dragons basically is a hold on one second. Dungeons and Dragons basically is a story from a character, right? So it's the journey of a wrestler, right? When you're starting off as a wrestler downstairs, I'm sure if you talk to them when they're not in character, they're usually really nice to be fair. But um, that's all it is. You create a character, you create a gimmick, 
you give yourself, you know, I am whatever, and then you often do it. Like Finn Balor here is literally uh, a super nice guy until he takes out the demon, and the demon is from where Excuse me, takes right. out the demon? Yeah, he puts on the paint and he becomes the demon. Okay, from it's not right. like something that's in no, his coat. No, no. Okay. Well, basically, that's what. It, so when you're creating a DD character, you have a certain, you know, your certain race, certain skill, all that kind of stuff. And that would be your game if you have a certain moveset. And that's what it is, it's the exact same wrestling. You don't go in as. You know, I wouldn't go in as me. You know, some random, random dude gonna come to the panel. You'd be great. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, anyway. Um, and you have to have to have some kind of character. You know, you'd be like, right, I am whatever this is, and then that's what you're, because that's what people want to see. There was a time in wrestling, now it's, it's moved away from this, where everyone had a job. So you were a bin man. You were a tax man. That was your job. You were a prison guard. And that was it. So that's what it is. It's it's literally like the same journey you take. So well, that's excellent. Thank you so much. That was a great one. Now there's to be honest, there hasn't been enough Dungeons and Dragons in the con in general. So I'm really glad that's to have true. that propped up. That's true. And you want to play Dungeons and Dragons with me? It really sucks. Yeah. yeah. I also, good. before we go to the questions, I want to highlight the amazing costumes in the room. I see a, ja a Captain Jack Sparrow down the back. We have very good. We have. Uh, Princess Fiona in her wonderful green gear. Is that Adam West Batman down the back? Am I calling that right? Yeah. We've got we've got Miles Edgeworth. I I don't know what character you are, but the demon horns are amazing. Uh, we've got some Wonder Woman down the back, and I apologise if I missed anything because these lights are very bright. But I just want to say the costumes today have been amazing. Let's give a round of applause. Right, so we got two more, and then we're going to have to wrap it up. So you guys are all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys got it. Yeah. Come on, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, my question is, would would this be possible, right, that for all the Spider-Mans to get into wrestling to fight all their villains? Oh. Well, see, you'd have a massive problem. You'd have a massive problem there with copyright. <laughs> because it's possible, all right. But here's the thing. Disney by WWE. They'd probably do that, yeah. Mm. But that's the major problem. Now, if your question is, has someone ever faced an evil version of themselves or whatever? Yes, yeah. Undertaker has. It's okay. They do it all the time, but they fight evil versions of themselves or imposters. WrestleMania and SummerSlam, I think, was head headlined by evil Undertaker or either Kane, respectively. But to do what you want to do, you're going to have to sort out contracts there, buddy. Okay, well, before, before, <laughs> That's a bit difficult. Uh, before you leave the microphone, though, I have a question. Um, yeah, yeah, well, then you, I'm tagging you in for this, actually. Have there ever been parallel versions of existing characters in wrestling? Like, has there been, yeah. like, an alternate universe Undertaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Undertaker, Evil, evil Kane, and Sin Cara would be that as well. And that's for a different reason. That was injury. But, yeah, that was injury. Sin Cara got injured all the time. It was, it was kind of this thing. Not a gimmick, he just was really clumsy. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, you know, but, um, you know, but there was, yeah. And, and, but even still, with gimmick as well, because a wrestler is their gimmick, they're where fake Diesel and fake Scott Hall, when he went to a rival company, WCW, WWE were just like, sure, no one knows who they are, put other people in there. And one of those was actually Kane, the guy who had become Kane. It's a whole thing. But yeah, they don't do that anymore, thankfully, because people are like, yeah, we know who you are. Except for Sin Cara, but that was an improvement. 
one more question, Mr. Eggman. Is that a real mustache or is that... Tragically, I will have to break the wrestling illusion. It is a... Don't break k Don't break k Never break k I'm just asking, I'm just asking. You don't have to break k uh, Tell you what, the, the listeners won't get the benefit, but you will. <laughs> Thank you very much. Excellent. Now... What's your name, sir? My name is Daniel. It's a bit off topic. It's not really a connection. Oh, I'm excited to hear this. You're a wrestling fan, and I can tell you know a lot about it. What do you think about Logan Paul joining, and how far do you think he'll go? Ooh, in case anyone didn't hear that, what do you think of Logan Paul joining? Well, look, Logan Paul is actually pretty good, to be fair. Um, but the thing about it is, it's not something new. You know, it started in the 80s. As I said, he's um, one of those people that gets lots of lots of eyeballs on it, people are talking about it, even you know, everyone knows who he is, for better or worse. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, I mean the, the match that he the match that he had so far he took better than some guys who have been in there for a long time. You know, and well I'll probably never buy any of his merch or want to see him. I don't have a problem with it to be fair. I mean if you I don't mean, like him you get to see well, him here's the, well here's the thing, right? That's it as well. If you hate him he's a natural heel so you're gonna boom. I mean he's doing his job. Yeah. Like him or hate him, not like I've seen it. People hated him for years and he sold more merch than anyone else except for seeing Hunk and then he screwed that up for himself. There you go, we have a good question. Excellent. Uh, now, uh, I saw a gentleman come up there. Do you have a question, do you? Uh, what's the challenge? Uh, can you connect any property to wrestling? Yeah, that's it. You have been got it spot on. Do you have one? Uh, can you connect Colchex uh, and Night Stalker, the 70s detective uh, writer show that inspired parts of the X-Files? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, this kind of goes along with what we've said already with the murder mystery, mystery kind of thing. It's done in wrestling an awful lot. The problem with it is when you're trying to kill off a wrestler, that's the problem. You can't really do it because you kill off a wrestler, they're gone, right? So you're kind of tied to doing something like that. So when you would, it would be. I'll give you another one, a different one. Stone Cold Steve Austin was rolled down in 1999 and there was a whole big mystery of what's going on and it turned out it was Rikishi, this guy called Rikishi who did it to get the Rocket title shot right and he did it for the Rocket that was the main again I wish the internet was was properly around in the 90s mm -hmm. but then again wrestling would have been cancelled because holy hell that's the thing when you're watching it that's what their podcast is about it's about watching old wrestling and flagging it but that would be the extent of it you never have somebody being killed with the exception of Vince McMahon but you have to roll that back so you wouldn't really get a murder mystery or something or anyone actually being killed, but people being injured or attacked, it happens all the time. Mm. It's a very, very, very common thing. Excellent. I think that's very Surprisingly yes, common. Yes. Surprisingly Do we common. have one prize left, Kev? Yes, we do. Yes, there you are. There well you done. Good for her. While, but while you see, because thank you very much, give a round of applause, yeah. So, I know we're going to start wrapping up now, but I have to ask, you've mentioned several times about plot lines where wrestlers were murdered. So. Mm. Where do these wrestler performers go no, rest, during these no, plot lines? Rest, do they have to like stay out of the public eye? Yeah. Like what happens? Wrestlers so? aren't murdered because they can't be. But when they're injured, and this is the thing, back in the day when a wrestler would get injured, they would um, hide. They would just not be in the public. But now they have Instagram, so if someone gets injured on Raw, they're like, Oh, I'm out with my family. You know, it's it's suspension in belief, right? Yeah, I mean, John Cena's stuck in a void right now. He's off doing DC movies. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. I mean, but okay. So the question, I suppose, is to wrap this up: Why is literally everything wrestling? The answer is because has anyone read Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces? Oh yeah, okay. hands up there. Well, you have always because you've seen Star Wars, seen Lord of the Rings. 
You've seen Harry Potter. You've seen Gremlins. You've seen every. It's the same story over and over and over and over again. And if you actually want to see this played out in wrestling, you can through the Undertaker. This is this is a game of Undertaker's first decade or two, where you can just mix a match and actually get the entire hero's journey out of everything that he's doing. It's the same story, and when someone's around long enough, they're going to hit all these points. And he's like the, the skeleton key of this, where you want to see a super long-term storytelling. But there is another guy, and um, a young friend here actually stole my thunder earlier on by bringing it up. If you want to see this, the monomic or how literally everything is wrestling condensed into one storyline, it's Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt started off as a, a kind of chubby rookie that nobody liked because Husky Harris. And he was battered by John Cena. And every time Bray Wyatt came back as different characters, he was always beaten. Can I just say, I love always. this image of John Cena in this wonderfully nice sitting room, contrasted with all the others. I'll get there. I'll get there. So he, he was beaten by literally uh, any, car any carnation that he tried now. He just couldn't beat him, right? And then Bray, and the story was that Bray Wyatt is going to finally beat him. And how does he beat him? Well, he actually takes him on the hero's journey and makes John Cena face himself. So it starts off, so Bray Wyatt's gimmick at this point was he would be the fiend as he is there with the mask and all that kind of stuff, but he'd also kind of come out as Mr. Mr. Rogers, like this really super nice children's character uh, with puppets and stuff, it was wild. Uh, and basically they had, they had this match at WrestleMania that wasn't a match. It was basically an explore, exploration of the hero's journey, but not John Cena. The hero was Bray Wyatt in this. And he actually takes John Cena through all these trials, but they're not actually seen as they're, they're Bray Wyatt, and takes it all right back to him actually overcoming it, which is why you have never, you probably won't see John Cena back in the ring wrestling again, because this was his retirement match. Now again, nobody saves retired, but for the story, if you want to see wrestling here, as a monomyth, it's in this story, it's in this match. Um, it's very, very good. I think in summation, one of the best kind of sums up I heard about it is the fact that wrestling, it's less MMA and more Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> it literally is. Now, as I said, I could have talked about Green Theater for 20 minutes, because my background is in classics. And South Park actually picked this up where they're like, you know, if you watch the episode of wrestling, it ends up in a Greek theater. Because mm. it's so just like that. It's not about the, the, athletic, uh, the athletic competition, which I mean, like, look at the lads and ladies downstairs that are killing each other and they're putting all in the ring for entertainment. So there is a physical aspect. But the main thing about it is the story. It's like when you go see the Avengers. If they're just punching each other, you're not going to care. You care about Tony Stark, you know, dying. You know, what do you care about? Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler for a movie that's been out for two years. Um, you know, yeah, you care about that because you care about the man. You don't care if you do it. Like, it's cool when you punch his Thanos. That's awesome. Is that but, why, you know, then, sorry to interject, when it's like Civil War, or characters you care about are going up against each other, it's yeah. more meaningful than if it's just like, you know, like, like, is, 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 is the same true of wrestling is what I'm asking. Correct. I mean, the spectacle of wrestling is a thing, and it always has been, but the, the it's less like gladiatorial stuff and more like Greek theater. If you're familiar with any shows, or Shakespeare specifically, yeah. Okay, Shakespeare's really he gets it. Oh, Shakespeare's really boring when you read it, right? No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's call it space space. But when you see it, it brings it to life because they're able to connect with these characters. And wrestling is kind of the same thing. If it was just spots and just moves, yeah, it would be cool for a very small amount of people, but it wouldn't be worldwide. Like The Rock is not a good wrestler. I'm sorry, he's not. But he's a hell of a character. A hell of a character. 
And he always has been. And that's what got him over. People connected to that and the stories and his rise through everything. So that's kind of it, you know? Wrestling is like any other entertainment. It's a story. And we tell the same stories over and over again. Now, before we finish up, we do a podcast every Wednesday. It's on Saturdays, so if you don't want to listen to the podcast, you can just find us on uh, Phoenix 2.5 FM. And Spotify. And the Wrestling Rewind is live on Twitch. But the best thing you can do is go to nerdtonomedia.com. We have cards somewhere here. Take a card, check the podcast out, spread the word about what we do, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all. Alright, so you're listening to the podcast, you're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland, how do I get in touch? Well, TuneIn has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to TuneIn and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nerdthnowmedia.com or phoenix92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Media everywhere. Media on Twitter. Media Instagram. Media on Twitch. Media at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, Dara, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like, with the freaking leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over there with the God players. At least then you can, like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with uh, you give me a Brooklyn raise. Yeah, with ya. Dara. Dara? Yeah, Why ain't you over here with Joey? Anyway, we're missing you, dude. So, uh, it's Little Karibo saying, I love it. All I do is just believe in the heart of the cards. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 